Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by Jason Shear. We will be seeing each other at the U of A presser here at about 1.30. But Shear, thanks for hopping in here, man. Anytime, Mike. Whenever you need me. Football season is here, my friend. We are in game week right now, and I'm going to lead with this. This is the first time in about five years that I don't expect Arizona to be below average. That is a win, and that is a testament to Jed Fish right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually really curious to see this season because usually I know when they suck, and I don't think they suck this year. So it's a matter of, like, how good they'll be. But I know they're not going to be super bad. It, we got to give ourselves a little bit of credit maybe here on the on the BetMGM line going up right there. All the Arizona fans right there putting in the money back in the A on the over. That's not even the read yet, but we appreciate all of you doing that. But sheer across the board, this is the, the – and I was talking with Lamont Lovett about this last night a little bit. <laughs> Look at me throwing around names. Um there is not, especially on offense. Now, again, you can definitely worry about, you know, some of the depth, all of that, totally get all of that. But there is a, um, there is not a lot, there is, there's talent across the board. There is not one position on the offense where you're like, Ugh, or that's below average. Every, I, as a matter of fact, I would go above and beyond and say every unit there is above average, even by Pac-12 standards here. Yeah, 100%. And look, everyone worries about depth on the offensive line. I don't know if there's a team in the country that has depth on the offensive line. It doesn't really exist. So you take a look at the starting units for Arizona. Jaden Delora is a is a fine, above-average college quarterback. The receivers, Cowing, McMillan. I mean, the running back group is deep. Tight ends unit is really good. There really isn't a weakness on this offense. This offense should be able to put up a large amount of points every single game. And we got to talk about our guy, the latest member of the Back the A movement, hashtag Back the A movement, Robert Polito, father of Raymond Polito right there. Again, I know I sound like a uh, – I know I, I almost said I know I sound like a dead horse. I know that I'm beating, beating a dead horse, but this scout, this this school's ability to be able to evaluate talent is – it's I don't want to say second to none, but it's really, really impressive. You guys drastically underrated Polito. Polito should have been a four star, a high four star. But sheer one man or I'll just let you I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, I mean, he, he very clearly should have been a four star. Um, you know, he's just it was funny because like in the preseason, we'd be like, OK, well, a lot of the success of the offensive line. It's determined by how good Polito is, and he wasn't here during the spring, so it's going to take him some time. Second practice, he was starting. <laughs> that was yeah. it. And, right. and, and he's going to start the whole year barring injury, and he already looks like he is a, a veteran. I mean, that's the thing that really stands out is he looks super comfortable on the offensive line like he's been playing college football for a couple of years already. Yes, exactly. T-Burns, be nice right there. Mike got the Polito's name correct, but T-Burns – Pull this up right here. T-Burns, you didn't get their names correct. There's no A in there. Come on, T-Burns. I deserve to be made fun of nonstop. Sheer does this for a living. But you're going to come at me, at least get the name right, my guy. I'll, I'll be messing up more stuff. And, uh, yes, Rudy Martinez, the great Rudy Martinez. Hopefully our defense is better than USC's. Huh? We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that there in a minute, Sheer. You better be nice with those tweets. Um, all right, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the wide receivers here a little bit then. 
Um, Jacob Cowing, obviously a second-team All-American. Maricopa's finest Jacob Cowing. Uh, Montana, Lamonius Craig. Then you've obviously you got T-Mac. T-Mac, to me, is the player that... I could get in trouble saying this because we just watched Zachariah Branch, who is uh, a different animal, so I'm not going to... I'll say excluding him. If T-Mac emerged as the best, uh, as the second-best wide receiver in the conference this year, it would not surprise me in the least here. I think the whole T-Mac thing is is weird. The guy had, like, what was it, 700 yards and eight touchdowns as a true freshman last year. Right, right. And for some reason, no one's talking about him. Like, he didn't he didn't make the Belitnikov, which means that the media doesn't consider him to be one of the top 49 receivers in the country. Right. Um, and we've seen him. He looks significantly better this camp than he did last year. Like, he's running routes better. He's, he's leaner, but he's still strong. He, he's – I mean – I, it would not surprise me if, you know, it, it takes a couple games and everyone's like, oh, T-Mac. Like, it's really weird how he's not getting the attention that, that well, he deserves. We had, when we had T.O. on the show, Tyler Owens, he said, I asked him, I said, who is the player that you're, you know, you're most proud of making a big jump? And, of course, he's proud of all of them because they all work. But he said, I don't think people realize how big T-Mac is and that T-Mac is faster now. T-Mac looks like. T-Mac looks like a tight end right now, Sheer. It's remarkable how he looks. He, I think he said the other day that he gained, he's gained 35 pounds since he's been in college. And it was sloppy weight last year. And right. then so what T.O. did was turn it to muscle in the offseason, basically. And he looks faster. Like, it, 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 like you mentioned, he's like, like a, he's like a tight end almost playing wide. Like, I don't know who's going to single cover him. I mean, right. and, and, and look, I know Zachariah Branch and all that, but and I'm saying he's great, but like if you put T Mac with those numbers on USC last year, people would be talking about him as an all American type of candidate. It's just, it, right. and because he's on Arizona, it's just, you know, whatever. And part of that is how good Jacob Cowing is, but Arizona is showing it is possible to have two really good wide receivers on the same team. Can we, you know, and again, I know I sound, again, I'm going to talk about beating a dead horse right here. I'm going to beat the horse again right here, Sheer. Can we get, we got to get Kevin Green on the field, though. I do believe that we got to get Kevin Green out there. I know we've talked about Kevin Green. He's kind of a cult hero on this show. But we got to get Kevin Green out there at wide receivers here. So I get Jed's philosophy that it's really hard to take T-Mac and Cowing out. That's cool. I get it. I, I think Montana is really good. I don't think he's good enough where you can't take him off the field a little bit. Put Cowing to the outside, stretch the field that way, and put Kevin Green in the slot. Like, to me, even if it's – 10 snaps a game. There's nothing wrong with doing that. You're still having T-Mac and Cowing on the field. And, you know, it, it's it's very – it's an NFL model, and I get it in that regard, but you almost wonder, like, how long it can last. Like, if you're a receiver being recruited by Arizona and you don't get the starting position, you know, like, where are you? And, and to their credit, they do an awesome job of recruiting wide receivers. But, like, you almost were like, if Kevin Green doesn't play this year, does he leave? And if so, like – He's going to make an impact on his next school. You and, know that's what I mean? what we're, and that's what I don't want to have happen. I don't care about players that leave that aren't – I mean, I do, but, I, you know, if they somebody leaves – yeah. If Christian Roland Wallace leaves to go be a backup at USC, cool. Um, but the one thing I worry about with Kevin Green, though, is that he goes to, like, UCLA and catches for, like, over 1,000 yards. Um, I'm a big fan of players that show up when the lights are on, and he seems to be one of those guys. Again, I'm not going to – I don't want to, like uh, – uh, bloviate on this entirely, but it's still not something I'm thrilled about here. Yeah, I get it. And, and look, it's and Jed will tell you that you got to practice well. And Kevin Green is super inconsistent in practice. But like you mentioned, every time there's a scrimmage, 
he plays really well. So it's like, how do you balance that? And again, the, the example always goes back to the Nick Foles, Matt Scott. Matt Scott. Thing, you know, but they were right it, about Matt Scott. He was better in practice, but yeah, 100%. And then, and then it got to the games. And it, so it, it's a matter of like, how do you balance that? And fish will always say, we balance it by whoever practices the best plays. And so eventually Kevin Green, the way it's described to me is that he's inconsistent in practice. And and that's that's the difference between him and, and even a guy like Montana. But I agree with you. I, I'd like to see him get, even if it's 10 snaps a game. All right. Let's talk about the O-line here in a second. But first, OGs. Now you look at Shear and you're like, man, that's a guy that's got a hard time sleeping right there. Shear OGs is here for you. Let me tell you about this, Shear. Being a PHNX listener just got a whole lot sweeter to our buds at OGs Brands. Get it? Now, do you get it? I do get, get it. it. It's very creative. Right now, through August 31st, you can get 25% off 100 milligram bags of the fruits and the creams at all the Arizona Flower Shop locations. All you have to do is go to theflowershopusa.com, place an online order, and use discount code PHNX at checkout. Then head to your nearest The Flower Shop location to pick up. That's right. This deal is exclusive to, to our PHNX listeners. And a reminder, it's available only for online orders that are picked up in person. Discount code PHNX is uh, is until august 31st so get to hashtag flavoring life all right uh you guy just says utah is your daddy all i'm going to say is this you should be thankful that arizona is here because you would still be in the remnants of the pack four if it wasn't for arizona you owe arizona big favor or, uh kudos this is correct jason Shear. yeah utah is really good but you should thank arizona that they'll be able to be really good in an actual conference Yep, there we go. Again, tip of the cap, Bobby Robbins, Dave Hickey right there. All right, I do believe that this is the year that the national media, the regional media, everybody understands who Jonas Sabanea is. This is the this is the time where I think by about week three or four, people start realizing that, man, they got a top 15 pick on their hands there at the U of A. Sheer, what say you? I mean, if they don't, then that's their problem. Because right. like, NFL scouts will know. Yeah, NFL scouts will know plenty um, the guy's a first-round draft pick. You know, you can't predict with injury or take a step back or whatever. But, you know, he's is the – and I love Jordan Morgan, and I think Polito's an NFL player too. But Joan is different. I mean, the, the, the size, the way he moves, with how young he is, he is a first-round NFL draft pick. And uh, if people don't realize it, so be it. But I, I agree with you. I don't think it'll take long for people to realize it. My only concern, I have two concerns on this offense right now. And we're going to get to the defense here because, again, everything looks a little better now that we watch USC's defense last weekend. But uh, the first thing I'm going to say, though, is Arizona's uh, on offense. The only thing I can, I'm can i worried about is depth on the O-line um, because, again, the starting five, love it. Um, and I'd like and uh, just Jaden Delora's consistency. That's the only two. Those are the only two things that I worry about there, Skier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with with, with Jaden Delora, it's we heard all offseason that he's not going to make these wild throws. And again, we always, we go back to that Mississippi State game where he ran for what seemed like ten minutes and then threw a pick. Um, that I, I need to see it in a game. Like I need to see that he is a smarter quarterback in a game that he's willing to give up those ridiculous plays in order to take the smart one, um, or else the offense is gonna gonna stutter when it, it shouldn't. And so to me, that's that's probably my my biggest offensive concern overall. 
Right. Okay. I would, I would agree with that. Now, 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 let's talk about PHNX has a very cool little list going right here. The top 25 Arizona college or pro athletes right here. Lots of good stuff right here. And if we could pull up that graphic there, Jacob Franklin, about the great Annika Sorenstam. All right. I remember Annika Sorenstam when she hit the, uh, uh, when she hit the, um, the scene, obviously, in the uh, LPGA, and you could make the case that uh, she was about as good as there was, and there at the U of A, she is truly a uh, she is truly a treasure there, Skier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, she's one of the first female golfers that actually drew my attention. So it's, I agree with that. I'm down. Yeah. For sure. Now, the cool thing about this is you can see the entire list. Go to gophnx.com. They're unveiling, I believe, five a day. Very, very good stuff right there. Check it out. Annika Sorenstam, one of the true goats of Tucson right there. Um, all right. Now, Sheer, why did Arizona hire David Black? Normally, I have an opinion on this. This one <laughs> took me by total surprise. David Blatt, the ex-Cleveland Cavalier coach that LeBron James fired and who went over to a coach uh, the Maccabee uh, team. I don't know his exact role, but like him and Tommy have been friends for years. Um, I know at the last NCAA tournament in Sacramento, uh, Blatt was there just visiting with the team, hanging out with Tommy. His health is, is on the decline because of MS, and it was probably a good opportunity for Tommy to say, you know what, you really know basketball. We can bring you back to the States. You're going to get really good medical care. Let's hire you. You can help me out, and, and he's a good coach. Right. All right. Yeah. So there we go. Again, uh, David Blatt. Good stuff right there. All right. Now let's get to the defense here. The defense for Arizona football. I feel better after watching USC in that uh, that performance that. Uh, well, I mean, let's be honest, there was not good. Um, but Arizona, all I'm saying is this. Give me a C minus performance this year. Sheer. We pretty much know what the starting line or the, what the starting lineup is going to be. Um, you're obviously on uh, – you're going to have Isaiah Ward and you're going to have uh, Taylor Upshaw uh, at uh, both spots. Then you're going to have Manoa and Big Bill Norton. Just be decent. That's all I ask for. Just be decent. I ask for very little. Yeah, that's our, our defense rallying cry. Let's be average. And it mm -hmm. sounds stupid, but let's, like we're not Georgia here. Let's not right. – Arizona, be average. If Arizona had an average defense last year, it makes a bowl. I have no doubt in my mind it doesn't lose that ridiculous Cal game. It makes a bolt. If it is an average defense this year, it's a seven or eight win team. I really think right. that. Right. If it has a bad defense, I think it could probably still make a bowl. But like average defense, they're winning more football games. All right. You know, we're going to be in it. I'm in an untenable spot. I'm going to stick up for ASU fans and players here in a minute. Speaking of. Uh, Dude, I did that uh, yesterday and I got yelled at by a lot of Arizona fans. Yeah, but you know what? What's right is right. We're actually going to stick up for ASU people here in just a second. Um, by the way, T-Burns826 coming back at me after the Polito misspelling. Average. If it goes from awful to just bad, we're an easy bowl team. I agree with that. Yeah, if, it's probably. A, <laughs> if it's a D plus, Sheer, we're bowling. I would say. What eighth? Like is right. eighth eighth in the conference? Eighth right. or better? I'm good. It's all we ask for. We ask for very little in these parts. But I will tell you this: the people have heard us talking about it, and they have put their money with BetMGM right here. Now you might say to yourself, Mike, what can BetMGM do for me? We have been telling you, Sheer, this has been a movement all offseason to tell people to take the over of five at BetMGM. Guess what? It's now minus money over five. That is because of the people that are listening to the PHNX Wildcats podcast. This is true, Sheer. 
Yes, but I think we should stop. I don't want to make it six. I think I don't want to make it six either. That's why we're going to stop. That's why we're going to stop right now. But sign up for BetMG. GM. Use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses. Check out the show notes for details and hear ASU's own the great Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. All right, I got. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Um, by the way, Sheer, I should have uh, put this up there. AZ Wildcats uh, ten dollars says, "Is his name is his name Sheer or Sheer?" All right, I'll let you in on a little joke. We're not going to tell you who it is, but there is a very high-ranking administration official at the U of A who Sheer and him have had. I'll just say they're on good terms now, but you know, there's there's probably been some bad blood and. He's called him Skier a few times to me, pretending that he doesn't know his name. That's where Skier comes from right there. This is true. But uh, yes, it is Sheer. But Eric, but, you know, but we, we, you, but we go by Skier right there. Ben White had just sent me like five exclamation points. Ben, that's very funny. <laughs> by the way, Ben White getting into town tomorrow right here. Um, oh, actually, Ben White getting into town tomorrow. We're going to be hanging out with Ben White. He's going to be doing the shows, coming to the game with us, doing the post game. We're going to be doing a little bit of drinking Thursday, possibly with the great Bruce Pascoe as well. Bruce responded. Uh, if we can get Bruce drunk, it'll be the top five highlights of our lives. We will. We, and we're, we will make this one happen. Now, let's talk. We're, we're going to get to a little U of A basketball. Don't worry. But in this first game, I'm just going to be honest with you. Arizona's, Arizona has to blow. This needs to be a blowout. I don't want to see a game where it's 31-24 or something like that. Arizona should take care of business in this game, Skier. Yeah, this needs to be a complete blowout. I mean, right. and, and look, and, and I know that this team couldn't care less what happened the last time these two teams met. I think there's only four guys that were on that team, which is crazy and shows how much the transfer portal is at work. But this needs to be a butt kicking. Like, right. at, like no questions asked. Just run them off the field. No pity no- from the kitty. Yeah, get Noah Fafita in the game for the fourth quarter and just just dominate this team. By the way, because also even by NAU standards, like in their division, Big Sky, whatever, they're not good. I think they're picked to finish eighth in the conference. Right, Stevie Williams, Sly Slyrus uh, says minus twenty eight spread. Hmm, I'm going. I would go in the BetMGM app, and I would probably take Arizona to cover that. I am going with a forty two to seven prediction here. Yeah, I think they score. I think it'll be like forty nine to ten. Yeah, something like that. So we both like the cover on the BetMGM app right there. All right, now um, let's talk a little bit of special teams right here. I'm fine with special teams. I know that Arizona fans are now mortified because we've seen a lot of bad spe- special teams here recently. Alex Dejas says hello, but uh, sure, I'm totally cool with I'm totally cool with Loop. He's good from 40 yards in. Ostendorp's one of the best punters out there. All I need is Fam to be returning kicks and not fumble, and we're good. Yeah, I mean, there's there's very little drama on the depth chart. I don't know if it'll be released today, 
But one of them is who's the kickoff and punt returners. Mostly kickoff. I don't think Speedy Luke will do punts. But uh, I'm really curious to see if he earned, because I know they were really giving him a close look the last two weeks. I'd like to see it. Um, if they want to put Wiley back there with them, that's fine. But I, I think they need to give Speedy some touches in the special teams game. Uh, other than that, you know, yeah, I'd like Luke to be more accurate from deep, but right. whatever, he's still solid from 40 yards and in, and, and Austin Dorp is is great. I just can't have my kicker booting the ball into the back of a uh, tackle's head and giving him a concussion. That has happened here before, Sheer. That's still one of the, the most memorable plays I've had covering this, is knowing, was it Colin Baxter? Yeah, yeah uh, no, it was Colin Baxter that choked him in the locker room. Um, yes. Who was it that got the concussion? I can't remember who it was, but then Baxter got mad at Zenday and yeah. went up and yeah, Colin Baxter, leader of men right there. Um, Brad Rich says, I believe so. knew, if only people knew uh, like what happened in locker rooms. Dude, for sure. And that one, it was, you know, what's great about that story too, is that story got out quick. Everybody knew that story within like five minutes. Colin Baxter, we appreciate you. By the way, just for that, I felt bad when he was uh, snapping the ball over the quarterback's head for the Jets uh, like two years later. He was you a remember good that? Dude. Yeah, he was a good dude, though. I like him. He was a good dude. That was before you started watching NFL, though. Uh, Yeah. No, eh, eh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> all right. I've been up in all the Cardinals news. Right. Uh, oh. Yeah, Cardinals are going all in to be bad this year. But you know what? I like it. Uh, Caleb Williams to the Cardinals is a done deal after <laughs> probably you just got to get the first pick and you're good. Um, <laughs> Mississippi state fan here, Larry Reeves. Um, uh, let's talk about Mississippi state here a little bit. I don't want to get ahead of the NAU game, but I am going to get ahead of the NAU game. Mississippi state obviously has sec talent, but I don't understand why nobody gives Arizona any chance of winning this game. You got a new coach. You got some new players. Obviously it's in Starkville. I get all that. I think I'm back in the A in that game. I think they got a real chance. So a lot of times what I do when I when Arizona or any team plays a favorite is I look at their game after. And Mississippi State is playing LSU the following week. So my it, it's going to be hard to get them to focus on Arizona. I just I'm I'm a firm in, in the NFL, I don't buy that. You know, right. college sports it's absolutely a thing. Uh, they already got their first home game out of the way. I'm giving Arizona a shot on that game. I'm not going to say Arizona's going to win, but that offense is different. We know there's a new coaching staff and all that. I'm giving them a shot. By the way, uh, yes, we are going to get to Kobe 2.0 at the FIBA games, uh, which uh, was very cool. By the way, uh, Sheer, on the way to the press conference uh, today at 1.30, I will be going by a Circle K, the one on 6th Street. Will you be going by a Circle K as well? Uh, I'll drive by many, but I I live a little further than you. So, but. All right. Well, do you need me to get you something at Circle K? How about one of those Polar Pops? You always get the uh, you get the the protein bars, don't you? You're yeah, I do. Bar. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'll say this though: make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to three one three one zero to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one get one free offer on a thirty two ounce Polar Pop. You know what I'm going to do, uh, Sheer? I am going to do that. I am going to do that, and I will get you a Polar Pop. We will head into the presser with Polar Pops in hand. <laughs> what do you say to this? Whatever you whatever you want, Mike. All right. I'm going to stick up for ASU fans and players here for a minute. We're going to get to a little bit of hoop. Um, listen, what what happened, what, what went down yesterday 
with ASU, uh, with uh, Ray Anderson and Michael Crow uh, basically informing uh, the ASU players and the staff that they won't be bowl eligible this year. You know, Wilner put out that these guys should be talking with lawyers. I agree with them. This was 100 they, This was 100% done to be able to keep this roster together so they can't leave at the last minute. This was a really, really crummy move, Sheer. I mean, we like trolling ASU, but at the end of the day, it's still all fun and games. This was a really crummy move by the ASU administration. Well, it's a, it's a weird move because, you know, it, they were obviously not making a bowl. You were obviously last year. You were you were obviously going to fire Herm Edwards after all this crap, right? Right. You are waiting five days before the season opener with a brand new coach in a transfer portal in which you have twenty seniors that you brought in. Right. Now I'm not saying Arizona State would have made a bowl. I don't think they would have. But to put that on their plate, like it's it's just a it's a bad move, you know, to do that at at this point of the year. Because these are also kids' lives. It's, I mean, I'm guessing that if you told these kids in the spring they wouldn't be able to go to a bowl, and granted, they won't be able to, they wouldn't get into a bowl. A lot of these guys are probably transferring. It was just a really, really crummy move. Um, and again, the ASU stuff that it's all generally lighthearted. It's fun, troll. But again, I actually feel for the players and the fans here because, well, I mean, the players and the coaches, not the fans. Um, yeah, I but yeah, I don't feel for the fans at all. But I do feel for the players and the coaches because this was. This was not what they signed up for right here. But I think it also shows the detachment, though, of this administration, though, as to how how they just go about doing things. That's why we're lucky to have Dave Hickey and Bobby Robbins here. I think it's completely obvious that Ray Anderson didn't do it because he didn't want to make his buddy Herm look any worse than he already did. And I, exactly. just don't, and I don't and I just don't think Michael Crow cares. Right. No, I don't think, I don't think Crow. That, it, yeah, I mean, it's just it's a crappy look. We always say, too, by the way, that our listeners are much uh, smarter than us. Did you see? We got the name of the player here, Sheer. Totally forgot about it. St. Bonaventure, Bonaventure's God. finest. He used to coach at uh, – he coached for a little bit in, in high school in Tucson. Did he? Yeah. Is that when you were coaching at Flowing Wells? Uh, no. Where, I, I don't know where he is now. You know what? I, I, I'm looking. You're going to laugh. He's a sports fisherman now. He's like a competitive fisherman. He is the office office associate at Channel Island Sports Fishing. Man, I'm going to write this down. I might try to get Von Dotsie on, ask if he's recovered from Alex and Dejas yet. Uh, <laughs> all right. He is a good dude. For sure a good dude. I've actually – I probably talked with him three or four times. Oh, all right. Um, let's see here. Uh, five of a kind media. Did you witness Kobe 2.0 at FIBA 39 points? What's going on with the Rondé Hollis Jefferson? What does my guy need to do to get – he's going to get signed after this, right? Don't you have got, to? I mean, he's got – even if it's like a one-year deal, you got to sign him. And, and did you see some of the shots he was making too? Yeah. I mean, he's never made these shots in his entire life. So, right. <laughs> he like, like he's never been a good three-point shooter, and now you're like step back, four-point plays. It's awesome to see. All right. Now, I was able to talk with a uh, I was able to talk with uh, somebody in the know this weekend right here. And we got a few little I've uh, got a few little nuggets for you right here. All right. First and foremost, and then we'll go uh, we'll go over it. Keyshawn Johnson is probably the best player on this team. 
KJ Lewis should have been rated much higher than he is. Paulius Morauskas will get minutes this year. Dylan Anderson probably ahead of Henry Vasar right now. And Jaden Bradley, a multi-year starter, Sheer. This is all good news. Yeah, and honestly, none of that, none of that surprises me. Uh, you know, it 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 all checks out. I know people were kind of doubting you on the message boards a little bit. Uh, it's stupid. It, it all checks out. It all makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I said the last time I was on, Johnson to me is a sleeper Pac-12 player of the year candidate. I right. think he's going to put up crazy numbers in this offense, and he's going to shoot a super high percentage because most of his points are coming in transition where he's not going to miss. Right. And let's talk a little bit then about Jaden Bradley. Jaden Bradley, I think people thought on that trip they were expecting to be blown away by him. This staff very much likes Bradley, and he's got three years, obviously. If he's here three years, he's starting at least two of those years here. I think what people have to realize, and, and I kind of said it like, I didn't really notice him, but that wasn't a bad thing. Like right. Kerr, when you when he played well, you notice him. But when he played not well, you really noticed him, right? right? And like he took games over in a bad way at times. Jaden Bradley is going to be a very steady point guard. He will right. never shoot you out of the game. He knows what his strengths are. He gets to the line. He always defends. He's a very good defender, probably better than we give him credit for. So that steadiness at point guard is something that I'm sure Tommy Lloyd and the coaching staff love. Sheer, you summed that up very, very well. Now, you do, you definitely left one person off right there, though, and I think this was by uh, I think this was intentionally here, Sheer. Dylan, Dylan Anderson. Dylan Look, Anderson. I gotta say, I, and I, I'm not taking away credit from Dylan. Yeah, you but are. I, would, no, I think you would agree that it is more disappointing than it is impressive for Dylan. Like, I'm more disappointed that Henry hasn't been able to take that next step. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. This on Dylan, it's just the fact that, like, I thought Henry would be better. And if he wasn't better as a freshman, you thought he would take that jump now. And the fact that he hasn't taken any sizable jump and August is is worrisome. Right. All right. Now, real quick, one thing that's not worrisome, because when you I will say this, when you see Henry around campus, just like Philly B looks like he's doing all right with the uh, with the uh, people uh, on campus right there. And I am going to say because I couldn't see for a fact, but I'm going to say that maybe he's wearing Shady Rays because he looked really cool. People were uh, people were gravitating towards him right there. And here's the deal for Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. We had Rhino on last week, and Rhino um, – well, I am going to speak for Rhino. I think Rhino thinks this is going to be. <laughs> I think Rhino thinks this is going to be Tommy Lloyd's best team. I agree with him, Sheer. I am stoked. I agree with that, and I think it's very clearly the best defensive team. Like I don't even think that's going to be close. Shooting, I have a little bit of a concern, but I think an overall talent. And the biggest thing to me is the composition of the roster. Everyone complements each other really nicely. So it, it's. I would agree with that. All right. Also, as Charlie, because we got to go here in just a minute here. Sheer going to go until 1245 because I know I, I actually did it. Sheer, 1240. We'll meet in the middle, 1243. So I got five minutes. <laughs> you better hurry up. I owe you a beer. Um, all right. Big 12, because we, we always try to talk a little bit of Big 12 talk right here. 
First of all, everybody out there, Oregon State fans, I salute you. You're, I would, If it was up to me, I would get rid of ASU and I would bring Oregon State into the conference. So would Sheer. Sure, yeah, why not? Um, but I don't want to add any more teams to the Big 12, though. I think the Big 12 is very good where it's at right now. Now, again, if you want to boot ASU and bring in Oregon State, cool, but I don't want to bring in any more teams. I know that I'm getting uh, uh, ahead of myself, but as a proud new member of the Big 12, I feel that we have a voice to speak here. Yeah, I think this is all going to come to a head tonight. Uh, I think from what I'm hearing, there's a good chance the ACC votes on Stanford and Cal and SMU tonight, except um, I don't think the Big 12 is coming to save anyone. Um, ESPN's not paying for it or Fox isn't paying for it. So it's done. It's, it's dead in the water. And, and again, I respect Oregon state fans. Uh, but it, it honestly looks like the mountain West is probably where it's at right now. You know, but again, we, uh, but like I said, we, we respect Oregon state fans. This must be said time and time again, by the way, I don't, this is this is odd though to me with the ACC what they're doing with Cal. Cal is going to Cal doesn't care about sports. They're looking to get rid of uh, sports. Why are they trying to throw a lifeline to Cal? The whole thing makes no sense. It, it doesn't make any sense on Stanford's part either. There's no Western Pod. There's no California. Like you are literally the only team from California to Texas, and in Texas there's one team. So don't tell me about like student travel and all that being a concern if you're Stanford or Cal because you just signed on with the ACC in which it's worse than anywhere because at least the Big Ten there's the pods with the Oregon and Washington and, and at least with the Big Twelve you know Colorado's not far ASU Utah and all that ACC you're flying across the country for like everything so it's right. it's super weird to me um, it's all about money that's all it is they're gonna find a way to take money from Stanford and Cal and give it to FSU and Clemson and them to try to make them happy. Man, what a, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, one thing that I will say, this is very, very, uh, how would I put this? This is very, um, I don't know. I just don't understand. I just don't understand throwing lifelines to schools that don't care about sports. That's why I care about Oregon State. Yeah, I mean, Cal's Cal's dead in the water. I, I really believe that. Like, if they join the ACC, they're done. And I know Cal fans are trying to say they have big money and all that, but they don't. Or right. if they do, it doesn't go towards sports. Like, they still have a ton of money on the stadium. Their coaching situation and the money they spend is awful. Uh, their facilities suck. It's just, it's not going to work. By the way, all right, real quick before we sign off here. Keck, you're wrong. You keep putting this propaganda out here. You may not st- stab Oregon State in the back. U of A was the one that was going to move no matter what. They applied for the conference Thursday night. Everybody knew that. Nobody stabbed Oregon State in the back. Oregon State, quite frankly, just had poor leadership there. I'm not sure there's a better example of in the conference of false hope being like streamlined by an administration. Like Barnes going to the media, because it was Barnes, and by media I mean Cantano, uh, and and telling everyone that it's going to be A-OK, and then Cantano reports, and then all of a sudden it's not A-OK, Oregon State trusted their administration, and their administration let them awry, and, and now you get what you get. Right. And uh, by the way, so again, we have uh, Bobby Robbins. We are uh, Sheer, by the way, put out a very glowing article about the leadership of uh, Bobby Robbins and Dave Hickey. All right. A little bit of a shorter pod today because I have to get to a media day. Um, <laughs> but Sheer, real quick, before we sign off, where can they find you? 
wildcatauthority.com at jason shear on twitter in the wildcat scoop podcast all right now also go check out go phnx they got a cool list right there of the top 25 college and pro athletes um from annika sorenstam up in the uh um Monica Sorenstam uh, up there right now. You got Sean Elliott, or I would have, Sean Elliott probably coming up later on. Check it out. But on that note, Keck, as always, you're wrong on pretty much everything, but we appreciate your uh, contributions. Sheer, I will see you in about 45 minutes. For the great Jacob Franklin behind the scene navigating everything, you have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <laughs>